opportunity uh, for us to meet uh, on this forum this morning, and I trust God that that's uh, by the time Jesus' mighty name. So this this morning we are going to continue on on the series of prayers uh, we started. I think. Um, Sometimes in April or thereabout, uh, we the the first series we deal with that with, with uh, I think on due delay also, and then we followed it up by last minute disappointment and all that. So we, uh, we're, we're looking at the issues that causes pain, you know, in our lives and. We were able to track them, and uh, we started with undue delay. Uh, God helped us to deal with that. Then last minute disappointment, when it looks as if things, some things are about to just click, or sometimes we're already rejoicing, we're already even sharing testimony. Oh. And then the enemy just come to take them away from us or spoil our joy. Uh, we dealt with that. Today we'll be dealing with another issue by the grace of God. Uh, it's it's a topic that I want to tie to the seeing and not catching. So I will say it together, seeing and not catching. Yes. You know, it, it's it's one of the one of the greatest tragedy of life. Is for us to even have something and still be looking for it. In the in the local language, it is called uh, looking for what is not lost. And as long as a man is looking for what is not lost, it, it, it might be difficult to find it. Uh, sometimes we in those days when we keep uh, bushy hair, we we put biro, we put pencil. You know, on our hair, and then we are looking for it. Uh, unfortunately, we are not going to write with that barrel until we discover it. Even though the barrel is not far away, the barrel is just we just put it, you know, in our head like that, and um, we are looking for it. We are searching everywhere. We are searching everywhere. Sometimes we are looking for something that we are even sitting on. You are sitting on it, and you don't know. You search everywhere. You search everywhere. All that is just requires just for you to stand up and look back and you'll be able to discover it. That's how terrible sometimes it is. Some things we are looking for, they are just not far away. The problem is that our eyes have just refused to see them. So we've just refused in our mind to be able to locate exactly where is this thing, where they I keep this key. You know, sometimes you could just be, you just put down your shoe, you don't know that the key has fallen inside your shoe. And then you look for it everywhere. You can't go out with this the key of your car or the house. You can't lock the house or you can't go out with your car. Meanwhile, the key is just there, just by your side. It's, you don't even need to stand up. It's, it's just within, within, around you, and yet you cannot locate it. That's how bad uh, when sometimes, you know, we are not catching, we are not, we don't understand, you know, exactly what is going on, what, what is available to us. Now, when it's, so it, the Bible says God has given us everything. 
access to life. Everything has been given to us. There is nothing that is not given to us. And most of the things that are given to us, they are within us, they are in us. But we are still looking for them. It's just because we've not been able to, to, to catch the revelation. We've not been able to see exactly what it is. Uh, for, ex uh, for example, uh, let's open our Bibles to Luke chapter 24. Luke 24. Luke chapter 24. Uh, we see uh, a scenario there that, um, you know, happened to the disciples of Jesus Christ. Now, after Jesus had risen from the dead, the Bible called them disciples. You know, the, 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 the Jesus now appeared unto them. You know, Jesus appeared unto them and uh, was walking with them on the way and was discussing with them. You know, verse 16. But God kept them from recognizing him. Now, okay, uh, let me read it from the King James Version, verse 16. See, and it came to pass that while they commune together and reason, Jesus himself drew near and went with them. That's verse 15, verse 16. But their eyes were holding. Their eyes were holding. I think that's the major prayer, the major point of prayer this morning. Their eyes were holding. Something was holding their eyes. And as long as a man can't see what he's supposed to see, he cannot he cannot catch the revelation. He's supposed to catch. He's supposed to catch. You are seeing somebody, and there is something in that person that belongs to you that is in your hand, and then you can't catch it because you you, you, the, the, you lack the understanding. So it, 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 the Bible says something was holding it. their eyes were holding that they should not know him. How can somebody see his savior? See his master. The Bible called them disciples. So what is it that was holding their what? What kind of demon was holding their eyes? What kind of demon was, you know, I mean, clustering on their understanding to the point that the, the, the disciples saw their masters and could not recognize him. They saw their master. They had his voice. Even the spirit of God within them was bearing them witness that this is the master, this is master. This is the way master no, this is the way master preaches. This is the way master rebukes us. Look at everything, you know, for us to know that this is the master. Everything was in place. But there was a demon sitting on their on their eyes. There was a demon sitting on their on their understanding. I am praying this morning that every power, every every demonic power that is sitting on our understanding. That is sitting on our eyes, you know, not allowing us to recognize, not allowing us to understand, not allowing us to see as we ought to see, to know as we ought to know. This morning, heaven will remove all this barricade, heaven will remove this obstacle, heaven will break these barriers in the mighty name of Jesus. But their eyes were holding that they should not know him. And he said unto them, Now look at what Jesus said unto them. What manner of communication are these? that he have one to another as he walked and aside. And the one of them whose name was Cleopas answered and said unto him, Are thou only a stranger in Jerusalem? You see, they, they are even rebuking Jesus Christ. <laughs> they, they, they are rebuking Jesus. Can you imagine the disciples? Jesus was asking them questions. And then they began to rebuke him. Answering and said unto him, Are thou only a stranger in Jerusalem? Hast thou not known the things which are come to pass 
began to tease them. And Jesus said, what, what things? What is it? I don't know. I don't know what you are talking about. And they said unto him, concerning Jesus of Nazareth. Now, they were talking about Jesus to Jesus. Can you believe that? Because of lack of understanding. Brethren, can you see? They were talking about Jesus to Jesus. <laughs> and, and then said unto him, concerning Jesus of Nazareth, which was a prophet, the Almighty indeed and word before God and all the people. And how the chief priests and our rulers delivered him to be condemned to death and have crucified him. But we trusted that it had been he which should have redeemed Israel. And beside all this today is the third day since these things were done. Yea, and certain women also of our company made us astonished, which were early at the sepulchre. That why they are telling you, Jesus not tell them was going to rise from the dead. I just don't understand. You know, this 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 is this this worries me, baffles me because this is this is just our predicament. This is this is this this is the Christian predicament. This is the situation that we find ourselves today. Everything that the Lord has said to us, we are not seeing them as we ought to see them. All the promises, all the covenants, you know, actually we receive. We are asking, we are not receiving. We, 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 we don't understand the, you know, the, the rudiment, the, the, the nitty-gritty of what it takes to ask and get. What, what's the problem? We are praying, we are not seeing corresponding results. We are sowing, we are not seeing corresponding harvest. What's the problem? Is the, has God over-promised? No, God has not over-promised. It's just because the revelation, what it takes to, 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 to dig out, to dig out gold. The Bible says even he made them to suck honey from the rock. The, the people of Israel, they drank water from the rock. They suck honey from the rock. It, it, it's, it's why we're not getting the same results. Look at verse 23. And when they found not his body, they came saying that they had also seen a vision of angels, which, you know, they, they are just talking as if these were not believers. And look at verse 25. Jesus was cross with them. Jesus was angry with them. And verse 25, then Jesus said unto them, O fools, O fools. Jesus didn't, didn't call uh, uh, many people fools. This is one of the occasions where Jesus could not hold it. He had to call them fools. Said, what, what disciples are you? What kind of human beings? You were with me. You walk with me. You move with me. And you are talking like this. O fools. And slow of heart to believe. Of all I told you about, I will die, I will resurrect the third day. I told you everything. And now what are you saying? And Jesus was with them. Jesus was standing with them. And brethren, they could not catch anything. They could not understand it was Jesus. Despite, he, he, I mean, he, he, as he changed his structure, as he changed, he, even his voice had not changed. You will see it. That his voice had not changed. We are going to get into that. Then he said unto them, O fools, and slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have spoken. Ought not Christ to have suffered these things and to enter into his glory? And beginning at Moses and all the prophets, he expounded unto them in all the scriptures the things concerning himself. And Jesus began to expand the scripture. They began to break the pictures, I mean the scriptures into pieces again and again and again. And they drew near unto the village, whither they went, and he made as though he would have gone further. But they constrained him, saying, Abide.
the time. Now Jesus, they constrained Jesus. Okay, stay with us. Now Jesus stayed with them. And Jesus and, and they were in the house. They went and prepared food. Up to that point, they still could not understand. They still could not understand. So Jesus now took the bread and broke it and lifted it up to heaven and blessed it. And immediately the, 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 the Jesus blessed the communion. Wow, their eyes were opened. That thing that blocked their eyes, that demon, you know, that stopped them from understanding that it was Jesus left them. But unfortunately, it was late for them because Jesus vanished. Jesus now vanished from their midst. And now they realize, you know, the Bible says in verse 31, look at it, brethren, verse 31, and their eyes were opened, and they knew, they were now able to catch the revelation, and able to, they knew, and they knew it was Jesus. They knew it was Jesus. Now they knew it was Jesus. Wow. And they said one to another, verse 32, did our heart, did our spirit, not born within us. Something was telling us. Something. There was something. There was something. The Spirit of God in us was telling us, this is the Lord. This is Jesus. Make use of this opportunity. Get what you want to get from Jesus. Jesus cannot be risen from the dead. And he will enter your house. And he will not benefit you. And you will not gain anything. What? What, what, what is the reason? Why did Jesus appear to you? If not to come and bless you. I mean, lay hands on you. Pray for you. Do whatever for you. Now they saw Jesus. Jesus was present with them, but because they could not catch a revelation, because they could not understand that it was Jesus, they had no benefit. There was no benefit accrued to them. There was no testimony that they had of seeing Jesus. What 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 did they gain from that? What was their benefit from seeing Jesus? What did they? What was their take home? What was the package? What is it? What was the result of their seeing Jesus? That was nothing because the Holy Spirit kept on speaking to them. The Holy Spirit kept on speaking to them. The Spirit of the Lord kept on urging them. This gingering them. There was impression in their heart. There was a nudging in their spirit. This is Jesus. This is Jesus. And they could not understand. They, were, they became dull of understanding. You know. And Jesus vanished. Because it's, I mean, how long? Jesus even said, how long will I be here with you? So Jesus vanished. And these people were left perplexed. They saw Jesus and got nothing from Jesus. That is how close they were to miracle. That was how close they were to their breakthrough. All that they needed in life was with them. And they didn't know. They didn't realize it. They didn't understand it. I, I, I would like us to pray this morning because so much has been given to us, so much has been required upon us, so much has been released to us, but we are not seeing the corresponding result because our eyes have been opened. The things we are supposed to see, the things we are supposed to know, the things we are supposed to understand, we, we don't understand them. And as long as we don't understand them, the manifestations cannot be with us. What we lack in our generation is the is is manifestation, manifestations. We know the Bible, we know the scriptures, but our eyes are not opened unto the reality of the knowledge that we have. So it is knowledge without power. It is knowledge without resource. It is knowledge without manifestation. 
And I'm praying this morning that heaven will cause our inner ear. I'm not talking of these two eyes now. The inner eye, the spiritual eye, will be able to understand, will be able to pick relevant signals, you know, be able to have understanding of exactly what we have and what it can do for us. Now, just like the case of um, Samuel, in the, in the book of 1 Samuel chapter 1, uh, chapter, sorry, chapter 3, from verse 16 to 9, we can write it down. Uh, 1 Samuel chapter 3, from verse 3 to 9. We saw uh, Samuel there. God, God was calling Samuel. Samuel, Samuel, Samuel. Samuel, Samuel, Samuel. And God was calling him. But he went to another man. God was calling a man. He went to... It was God was the one calling him. He went to a man. He went to uh, 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 an, another person. Instead of him to say, Lord, speak. Lord, what do you want me to do? He went to a man thinking that it was a man that was calling him. Unfortunately, the man didn't have the answer. The man doesn't know why God was calling him. The man didn't know why God was calling him. He didn't know. So, he called him. He said, no, I'm not calling you. Go and lie down. God called him again. He went to the wrong place. And the, uh, until, thank God, the man perceived that. Maybe it's God that is calling this boy, okay? If you hear that voice, if you hear that voice again, okay, say, speak Lord for that servant hear it. What does it take for, what did it take for Samuel, you know, to, to, to hear what God was saying? It's just understanding. Understand the spiritual understanding. That's what we have. That's one of the things we'll be praying for this morning. That the Lord will open our spiritual understanding. All he needed to say was, "Speak, Lord." That was all. And everything God was, you know, saying to him will be downloaded to him. Just speak, Lord. That servant hear it. Speak, Lord. That servant hear it. Uh, the same thing in the book of in the book of Genesis chapter twenty-eight. We are just running through because of our time. In the book of Genesis chapter 28, Genesis 28 and verse 16. Genesis 28. We are reading so plenty of the scripture this morning. It's here. Yeah, it's very important. Uh, Genesis 28 verse 16. It says, And Jacob awakened out of his sleep. And he said, Surely the Lord, the Lord, surely the Lord is in this place. And I knew it not. The Lord is in this place. And I knew it not. The Lord is in this place. How can God be in a place and a man does not know it? God was present in that place to bless him. God was present to give him the desires of his heart. God was present to, 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 to break the yoke over his life. To break the chains. God was present to deliver to him. His dream, his vision. He did not know it. He woke up in the in the place where God came, where God exerted His presence, where God manifested His presence, and the man did not know. He opened his own mouth. He said, "The Lord is in this place, and I know it not. Seeing and not catching. Seeing and not catching." He knew something. He, 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 the, the atmosphere, God cannot be in a place and will not create an atmosphere. No, 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 no. The presence of God.
God will always create an atmosphere. But how can man decode that atmosphere? How can man understand exactly what this atmosphere is standing for? What this serene atmosphere represents? What does God want me to do in this atmosphere? The man didn't understand. The Lord is in this place and um, I know it's not. I'm praying for us this morning that whatever is holding our eyes in seeing, I mean, in understanding, in catching the revelation of God, God is in a place the man did not know it. Jesus appeared to his disciples, they could not understand it was Jesus. These are the issues. These are the issues. And the Lord God Almighty will help us this morning to get through it. I pray that each time, when next God appears, when next God is in the place, you will, you, you will be able to recognize his presence Amen. in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You will be able to understand what he's saying to you in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Someone did not understand. Someone didn't get it. Someone, someone was going in the wrong direction. He was not going in the direction of God. That's why sometimes when God is speaking to us, we will go and meet people. We will go and be discussing with people. And, we, and people, people will end up discouraging us. They, they tell you, oh, go and do like this, go and do like this. That's not the right place to go. It's to go back to God that is speaking. Lord, what are you saying? Now, if he starts speaking and you heard him speaking, so why will he not explain himself? But many of us don't even believe that God explains himself. Oh, yes. God will not talk to you and not give you an, and, 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 and will not explain if you care to. It's just like in the book of Ezekiel, uh, you can talk about the hole in the wall. Sometimes we are lazy, we, we don't dig. We cannot dig. You know, he said, when I dug in the wall, I saw a door. Now, after he pursued the door, it led him to a, 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 a large room. That is it. You know, little revelations, we need to pray and fast upon it. Lord, what are you saying? What do you want me to know about it? And then we wait on him. And then we'll be able to. That's that. The, 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 but most of the time, we, we, we want quick fix, and then we go to a wrong place, and we don't get the required answer. Now, Moses was carrying a rod in his hand. Moses was carrying a rod in his hand. Uh, in the book of Exodus, chapter 4, verse 2, and God asked Moses, What is in your hand? As far as Moses was concerned, there was nothing in his hand. Moses did not see any, any big deal. Any big, big deal. Moses did not see any big deal in that rod. Is there something you are holding today that your life revolves on it? And yet you too you don't understand. To you, as far as that thing is concerned, it is nothing. Maybe it's, maybe your whole account is reading 100 euro, 150 euro, 200 euro, 300 euro. And you look at yourself. What can this do? This cannot do anything. But it could just be something that... It's even more than enough for you. But as long as you don't see it, you neglect it. You can even throw it away. You can do anything with it. You, you can, you know, just, just refuse to do anything with it. Moses, what is in hand? He says, he said, God said, throw it down. And say, well, I've been carrying it. This dry something. You know, <laughs> I've been carrying it. There's nothing inside it, oh God. But inside that rod was so much power. So much grace of God. And Moses thought it was an ordinary stick. But Moses was surprised that day. 
when he threw that stick down, that dry rod, when he threw it down on the ground, and the thing turned to snake, and that snake swallowed other snakes, then Moses knew that what he was carrying was not ordinary. Moses knew what he was carrying was not empty. I want to trust God for you this morning, brother. Your life cannot be empty. The Bible says God has given us everything that pertains to life and godliness. There's nothing that is that you need that has not been given to you. There's nothing I need that has not been given to me. The problem is I've not been able to catch it. I've not been able to, to understand it. I've not been able to know what to do with it. Moses didn't know what to do with the rod. The rod was dry. It was lifeless. But if you throw it in the hand of God, it becomes mighty. It becomes, it can move mountains, it can bring water, it can part the rest. Now the same rod divided the rest. The same rod brought manna from heaven. The same rod brought water from the rock. That same dry rock, that is something you have that you are neglecting. That is something you have that you don't understand what to do with it. And I'm praying this morning that heaven will give you a revelation. Heaven will give you an understanding of what to do with what you have. You have something that can change your life. You have something that can change your situation. You have something that can turn things around, around you. You are not empty. You cannot be empty. God will not leave you empty. He said he has given you everything. So you have all things. And if I do not understand, brethren, the scripture says all things are yours. All things are yours. All things are yours. Which means the access is given to you already. And it's within you and you have it. But you don't know that you have it. You don't understand you have it. Or you don't know what to do with what you have. It's not the same thing uh, when Jesus asked them, uh, you know, give them food to eat. Uh, they wanted to feed 5,000. They said, ah, baby, we don't have anything to give anybody. He said, are you sure you don't have? They said, well, we just found uh, two, I mean, five uh, pieces of um, uh, slices of bread uh, and then two pieces of fish. It was a child food. And Jesus said it was enough. It was enough. It's enough. It's enough. I want to let you know this morning you have what is enough. What you have is enough. It's, and it's in you. And it's within you. I've, 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 if you look around the Bible, even when the Israelites go to the place of Mara, where the, the water was bitter, God did not ask them to go to, to go and call a company who will come and treat the water for them. A water treatment plant and all that. No, 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 no. He just said, look. He just told Moses, look. And Moses looked. He said, look at that tree. He said, just cut it and throw it inside the water. Every time that I saw a miracle took place in the Bible, it happens around the people, within the environment the people are. They, they didn't need to stretch. They didn't need to go far. Even when Moses got to a place, the real place he got to and said to, I mean, sorry, Abraham. Abraham didn't know there was any ram anywhere. In the place he got to was the place God kept the ram. God did not allow him to stop until he got to the place he kept the ram. So he was not looking for a ram. He just said, okay, look, this is the ram. It's just beside you. He was surprised. That is everything you need is within. What about um, what about Haggai? When, 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 when Abraham, you know, sent uh, 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 Haggai and Ishmael away from the house, gave them just a bottle of water and a loaf of bread, and everything was spent. 
and there was nothing left. Right there, right there, right there at the point where God dug the ball. That was where that's at the point where the child collapsed. And, the, and God told the mother, don't go far to the next village. Don't go because they didn't even know the where the next village was. God said, just around you there, there's a way, there's a well by you. It's not far away. Brother, your miracle is not far away. Sister, your miracle is not far away. Amen. It's within you. And we are going to pray this morning. That which is within you, that which God has planted within me, in me, and around me. Open my eyes, God. So that open my eyes so that my eyes can see it, my eyes can behold it. It's just like that window. Father, I 
So, what is seeing and catching? Well, I'm going to briefly talk about seeing and catching now. You know, seeing and catching means seeing beyond the ordinary. God will help us to see beyond the ordinary. Seeing beyond reasoning. Seeing beyond reasoning. Seeing beyond the surface. Seeing beyond the logic. Seeing beyond the normal. Seeing beyond the natural. It is seen by faith. The Bible says in the book of Second Corinthians chapter 5 and 7, why we do not walk by sight, but we walk by faith. Seeing and catching was the reason why Moses saw the, the victory before they even started the battle. Moses saw victory before they started the battle. In Exodus chapter 14, verse 13, when Moses was at the Red Sea, by the Red Sea, and the Egyptians were coming with their chariots and moving towards them, Moses said, there's no need for them to worry that the Lord was going to fight for them. He said that the Lord shall fight for you. These Egyptians you see today, you will never see forever. Oh yes, that's the way we need to see. We need to begin to see the grace of the Lord in our life, the help of God in our life, the goodness of God. Moses was able to see the same thing with Joseph in the book of Genesis chapter 50 and verse 24. Joseph knew that deliverance will come for the people. Joseph knew that that, that the promises of God will never fail. Joseph knew that God was going to do something about the slavery, about the bondage of the people. And, and Joseph said it ahead of time. He said, the Lord shall visit you. And, and my body, my bones shall not, shall not sleep in the land of slavery, in the land of bondage. You will carry my bone to let you know that I believe in deliverance. I believe in the good work of God. I believe in God's station. This is my bone. Package it very well. So that after when you are going, you will carry it along. Because me, my, my spirit, my bones are not resting in the land of bondage. He was able to see beyond beyond all that Pharaoh was doing, beyond all the shenanigans of Pharaoh, beyond all the oppression of Pharaoh, beyond all the demonstration of uh, might and power by Pharaoh. Joseph knew there will be a visitation, there will be an overcoming spirit, there will be an overcoming power, and Joseph rested on that. His heart rested. That was, that made a difference. That was why Joseph was not part of. That was why Joseph did great exploits. Why? Because he was too sure of, of God's visitation and manifestation. Now, if, if we have such understanding also, it will really change our perspective about the land we are in. Whether we are in UK, whether we are in Ireland, whether we are in Nigeria, in America, wherever, or in Poland, wherever we are joining from this morning. If we have this understanding, if we can see what God is about to do. Brethren, I can see that God is about to visit you this morning. I can see that God is about to help you. I see help in your way. I see victory in your path. I see you I see you testify. I see you in the name of Jesus. I see you walk out of that sickness. I see of the goodness of the I see of the power of the Lord. No, Joseph and we are able to go. We are able to go. God 
God is with us. These people have prayed for us. The other people, the same people, same group of people, some say they we are like grasshoppers. And some say, you know, we 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 we, we the people are praying. It, it, it matters what you see, it matters how you see. Look at the two thieves on the cross. The two thieves on the cross, one was not seeing anything, one was seeing something in Jesus. Both of them needed forgiveness. The one that saw Jesus as he ought to see Jesus. That one saw Jesus, you are a righteous man. I see that you are a righteous man. The other man saw Jesus as a criminal. And a criminal could not help him. A criminal could not fail him. Do you know that other thief went to hell that day? This other thief that they committed the same offense went to heaven. It, it, what you see matters. What you see determines what you choose. What you see it determines what you choose. So sometimes the actions we choose it is it is propelled, you know, by by, by by what we see, by what we know. And that's why sometimes when we don't see where we make wrong choices, we make wrong, uh, you know, decisions. Caleb said, no, 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 we are more than able. It was not his strength he was talking about, but because he sees the help of God, he sees the strength of God, you know, that was available to them. That's what, that's what matters. The, the other thing said, remember me in your kingdom. That man saw Jesus in the thief. How will the thief be a robber like that? God gave him understanding. He was able to see that Jesus had the kingdom. And he himself, he liked that kingdom. And Jesus said, today, today, you'll be with me in paradise. What a change. What a transformation from condemnation. A man that law condemned. A man that the earth condemned. A man that hell was waiting for. Hell has opened his mouth for him. But Jesus closed the mouth of hell. Everyone this morning, that hell has opened mouth for him. That, that hell, that mouth is closed in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. The centurion saw something others did not see. Others were following Jesus. The centurion said, I know you are a man under authority. I know you, I know you. That was something he saw. He said, when you say to, he said, make your word a traveler on my behalf. You don't need to follow me. You don't need to travel with me. Just speak Ooh. your word and my heaven to be here. And he got what he wanted. Yeah. He got results better. He oh. got results. Morning. We are going to pray. We are going to spend time this morning. We just pray. Say, Lord, just Lord, Lord, open my eyes. Give me understanding. Lord, everything, everything that pertains to life is within me. She's around me. I don't know.